0: Science teachers teach about the law of gravity and the laws of motion, but it was actually the law of attraction that brought me back into education. Welcome to Becoming a Mindful Teacher. This is a podcast for educators who want to improve the lives of children by digging deep into the minds of their students and themselves in order to create a space where it is safe to learn. My name is Winter, and I am passionate about helping children break through their mental junk in order to become successful little humans. Join me on this journey each week as we delve into the many ways that we can help our students succeed no matter what difficult situations they've experienced. Let's get started. Welcome back, and I'm so excited to have you here so today is one of my favorite topics because if you heard the end of last week's podcast, I am slightly a woo-woo person. And I know a lot of people don't like to admit that to people they don't know personally, but I am willing to just shout it from the rooftops. And if you don't know what woo-woo is, like woo-woo is kind of like spiritually, crystal you know, university stuff. And so today's episode is gonna be one of those episodes. And it's all about how that brought me back into education. So if this is your first episode with me, welcome. It's episode 10, 10 episodes so far. So I'm very excited about that. I began teaching. It was like my lifelong dream to be a teacher. I had gotten a job in teaching and then Four years after I started, I had to leave due to just my inability to mentally withstand education. And I was miserable. I was depressed. I was anxious. And after I had left teaching, I got a job working for somebody full time who I had worked for this company part time for a couple of years. And one of my bosses had bought everyone in the company in the, you know, the main office, the secret. And if you've heard of The Secret, you know that it is all about the law of attraction. And so she had bought different versions. She bought books, audio, all this stuff. Um, I had a CD player in my car at the time and I was had a hellacious, like long hour, over an hour commute to and from work every day. So I picked out the CD copy and I was listening to it on my way to and from work and. It just was mind blowing to me. I had never heard of the law of attraction and it really turned around my trajectory in a huge way. So the secret is about the law of attraction and how like attracts like. So, you know, the law of gravity is if you throw something up, it's going to come down. In this case, like attracts like. So what you, if you have a lot of something, you will get more of that something. In my life, I realized that if I have a negative mental mindset, I'm going to attract more of that negative mental mindset to me. If I'm surrounded by a lot of negative people, I'm going to attract more negative people. And so that was what was happening. I mean, I had been diagnosed with depression at probably like 16. And I that's all I knew. I just knew anxiety, depression. And so I was kind of attracting that. And even now that I think about it, like the people I dated were very much of that mindset. And that was not, (laughs) not a good situation. But I knew I had to turn it around. And so what I wanted to talk about in today's podcast is how the secret and the law of attraction led me to coming back to teaching and being successful at it. Because, after, you know, I, I took that time off. I worked for this company for a couple of years and then went directly from that company back into education. And I do, I do lend the reasoning and the kickstart of my kind of I don't want to say awakening, but my awareness of what could be I lend it to this practice. So my three lessons that I learned from this that really helped me. The first one was about awareness. You have to be aware of yourself and what is going on in your situation in order to be able to change it. So you need to quiet your mind and the things around you so that you can figure out what in the world is going on. When you're not quiet, you are constantly busy, Your mind is running a mile a minute. Things are going on around you. It's kind of like the world is creating you, not that you're creating your world. And so I realized that I need to quiet down and figure out what is going on around me so that I can figure out what things need to change. And it's kind of like you're listening to yourself. And again, I told you this was gonna be woo-woo and I'm sorry if this isn't something that you are quite getting right now, but I promise you it will make sense. So I have made changes. One of the big ways that I made a change in this is kind of like meditating and I warned you, but it's not woo-woo meditating. I do not sit with my legs crisscrossed with my hands on my knees and just like humming the whole time. That is not, that is one type of meditation, but it's not all of the meditations. Like meditating and mindfulness to me is where I just quiet my mind and I try to eliminate all the junk going on around me and in my brain so that I can quiet down to hear what's truly going on. So I will, right now, currently, what I do is I set my Fitbit alarm because I don't want to wake my husband up. And I set it for about an hour prior to his alarm going off or you know, our alarm going off. And I am meditating. So I'll just... You know, for example, for one, I like to listen to YouTube a lot. I'm a huge, like, I get a lot of information from YouTube. So one of the things that I do is I listen to, I find a 20 minute meditation music video because first that gives me that time limit I need. I don't have all the time in the world to, to do this. So once the music's done, I know that my 20 minutes is up. And what I do is I just kind of lay there because sometimes I'll do it in bed. Like he, I'm awake, but that can be a problem because sometimes I'll fall back asleep. So that's sometimes a no go. And sometimes I'll walk out to the couch, but I quiet myself. I quiet my mind and I just sit there and listen to the music and Thoughts are allowed to come in, but it's kind of like you you just want to shut out the noise. So that's one thing I've done to clear my mind so that I can be aware of what's going on. Also, something that I've started to do, and I don't do it as frequently as I did in the beginning, was I will drive in silence. And I know people probably think that's so weird, but it again allows me to block out the noise because what I was noticing was things were starting to bother me. Like the, the incessant chatter of morning show hosts on radios, it uh, was just getting to me. Also the fact that they were talking about negative things going on in the world, not my jam. I had to eliminate that immediately. So what I'll do is I will drive in silence and I want to feel and notice what is going on in my mind And what is going on in my body? If my body, for me, a lot of my anxiety will hang around either in my chest, like as in a heart palpitation or like a racing breath or in my throat. I'll feel like a tightness in my throat. So I wouldn't notice that if I am listening to music, if I'm singing along to the to the radio, if I'm listening to a podcast, I won't notice what kind of energy my body is harnessing at that moment to see what kind of situation I'm in. Am I in a relaxed? I mean, if I'm relaxed, then I'll go ahead and maybe I'll put on some music that I like on a, you know, an Amazon playlist or I'll listen to a podcast. But if I'm in kind of a funk I want to sit in my drive and recognize what's going on in my body so that then I know what kind of things I need to do to get myself out of this negative space and into a better mindset. For my husband, he likes to walk. Like once um, the quarantine hit and we were stuck at home, he had never gone for, I mean, we went for walks every now and then. But once that started, he realized, and he is not a woo-woo person, oh my goodness, no. But he realized that walking daily, and so he's trying to hit that 10,000 step goal, that that has really helped him clear his mind and clear him of the junk. And again, like I said, he is not a woo-woo person, but he even realized the benefit of it. Now, I am not a physically active. I mean, I am, but not by choice. So, I'm not that person that enjoys the the long walk or even, you know, people that say they go for a run to clear their mind. That is that is meditative. Like that is something that you can do to quiet that mind, to get into that zone. So, I feel like I have gone on that tangent very long, but so I want you to just become aware of how you're feeling and what you're thinking, because the law of attraction, again, it says like attracts like, if you're thinking negative, it's just going to keep attracting that negative. So we have to be aware of what's going on in our body and our mind. Next, words matter. Very much so. The words that we use matter. The words we think and say. I don't know if you've seen it, and I do want to link it into the show notes of this podcast episode, but there was a study and they had two like containers of water. And on one container of water, they wrote a positive word. So it was like something like hope or love. And then on the other container, they wrote a real negative word, you know, just something hateful, mean, spirited. I, I don't remember the words, but I know one was a positive word and one was a negative word. And then they froze the water. And when they looked at this water under a microscope, the water that had a positive word written on it, the, the crystals, the water crystals was so pretty. like They look like snowflakes and it just looked gorgeous. And then when they looked at the negative word water under a microscope, it was just Jagged. It was the most hideous looking ice. Like you wouldn't want those snowflakes falling on you. It would have hurt you. It was just awful. And it was just such an interesting study to show that nothing was said. It was just printed on this container, that word. And so what it says is like everything has a vibration. Energy, you know, energy has a certain vibration that can scientifically be measured. We know that that's true. And so words are vibrations. And the more positive that you put out, the more positive that will come back and the prettier it will look like in the water, um, frozen water, ice crystals. But the more negative that you put out, the more negative you get because of that vibration and that energy that is behind it. So what I want you to do is talk about what you do want, not what you don't want. So Relating this to school, if you're in that mindset, you're like, Oh God, I hope Sally doesn't come in today because, oh, she's been a mess all week. And I don't want that happening today. Well, guess what? You're probably manifesting and putting that energy out there that, Hey, she's going to show up and she's going to be in rare form today because you're putting that energy out there. But if you instead said, I, and you don't even have to make it about her, make it an affirmation about yourself. I am going to have a really good day today. I am going to see the positive in today. I am going to be a positive light for my students. Well, guess what? You are already started on that positive journey and attracting that positive to you. So don't say what you don't want, say what you do want. And that goes with complaining. So again, you need to be aware of what's going on in your body. And so that's partly with complaining. And I have to say, I'm going to be honest, like I was, I was doing so well with my positive mindset and my positive verbiage and stuff. But once COVID hit, it's been very, very hard. And I can't even pinpoint what about it has bothered me, but I noticed that I am not as in that positive mindset as I could be and have been in the past. But I I so I'm really working currently on my complaining and my reactions to, to situations that aren't going the way I want them to. So I want you to become aware of how much you complain, but I don't want you to shame yourself for it because <laughs> I, you know, I'm I'm having trouble with that myself. I want you to just be aware, because if we punish ourselves and shame ourselves for having those negative thoughts, then we're just going to go again in a in a negative downward spiral, and that's not cool. That's not going to help us get out of it. And that's you know when you hear people say, "Oh, I was spiraling," like you can get into a negative spiral because you're shaming yourself for having that negative thought. And that's not something I want you to do. You are successful if you can be aware that it's happening. Just knowing that you're aware that you complained is success because you saw it happen and now you can make that change. So any slight improvement is movement in the right direction. And a third thing that I learned through the law of attraction is that I take action in regards to how I want to feel and how I want to be. If you don't want negativity in your life, then you are allowed to eliminate it out of your life. I give you permission. Some people think that their life sucks and that's just how it's got to be. That's the way, that's the cards they were given and their life is going to suck. And that's not true. And I give you permission to think otherwise, because again, I have gone from being so mentally distraught and in such a horrible mind space that I left my profession. And I have been able to return in such a better manner because of the work I've done on myself. So if you had listened to my previous episode about negative co-workers, I kind of said the same thing, like, I give you permission to not be around them. If that is the negativity in your life at school right now, you are allowed to not be near them when you don't have to be. Like, you can make those choices. If you want to feel happy, do things that make you feel happy. <laughs> Before I record th- this episode, I put on my little Taylor Swift podcast because yes, I am a Swifty. Thank you. And I am obsessed with some songs. And I have a little playlist of a few songs that really hype me up and get me excited and that I will sing along with and jam out to. And it makes me happy. Also, I swear COVID turned me into someone who is obsessed with TikTok. I feel like I've been, you know, admitting a lot of weird things about me lately. But TikTok, my gosh, it like I will, if I'm kind of in a bad mood, I will open up TikTok because I'm on the TikTok where it is just pure hilariousness and things that will make me laugh. I will cry because I am laughing so hard from TikTok. And it takes what, three, four videos before my entire mindset is switched around because I'm just laughing hysterically. So if you want to feel happy, do it. Do the things that make you happy and it will put you in that mindset and that physical trajectory to be happy. And if you're stressed, I want you to do things that make you less stressed. Like you are allowed. Stress is not a requirement for life. I don't know who taught us that. I think we learned that from our parents. Like growing up, I only saw my mother working. Literally, she had two pretty, I mean, she had a full-time job and then she was a realtor. So she had her full-time job when she came home. She, was selling homes. So I learned growing up that you have to work all the time. And one thing I learned in therapy was I had to relearn that I don't have to be working all the time. There was a time, and I can't remember if I've said this already or not, there was a time on my summer when I was teaching those first four years before I had left. One summer, I worked three part-time jobs to the fact that I think I only had four days. And I'm not talking like weekdays. I'm talking days of the week, seven days a week. I only had four days off my entire summer. Now, hello, now that I reflect on that, I'm like, well, hello, I know why I couldn't handle teaching. Like, you don't need to stress yourself out. It's it's not a thing. So do things that will de-stress you. I am obsessed with baths. I will take a bath and my husband thinks I'm a weirdo, but like I will lay in it for an hour. And I know there's some people out there super creeped out by baths and that you're like stewing in your own filth. And I apologize, but I do shower off after the bath, but it's relaxing and it de-stresses me. So I'm allowed, but I will lay in the bath and I will either listen to a podcast or, you know, YouTube. And maybe I'm listening to my my meditation music in the bath. If like, it's been a super stressful day, I will do that. And like I said, my husband, he goes for his walks. When he's stressed out, he'll go for his walks and de-stress that way. Some people go to the gym to de-stress. You do you. You, again, need to become aware to figure out what works for you. And if you don't quiet your mind down, you won't know what it is that works for you. So if you are interested in improving your situation and the way that you feel, I highly suggest either reading or watching The Secret. And some, I feel like some people gave it a bad rap, but it it seriously changed my life. And the last that I saw, it was still the video documentary was still on Netflix. So I think if you have Netflix, you can watch it on Netflix. So go ahead and do that. So my key takeaways that brought me out of 20 years of just spiraling into a depression were that one, we need to become aware of our feelings because that is the first step to changing them. So be aware of what's going on in your mind and your body so that we can then make that next step to change them. Number two, you want to use that awareness to recognize what words you're using about yourself and towards others. And you want to make sure they're in a positive and not the negative because the law of attraction says that you will attract what you put out. And we don't want any more negative than we already have. And third, I want you to make sure that you are taking action towards what you actually want. I, I give you that permission to do what it is that makes you happy and relaxed. And once you start taking those actions, more of it will appear in your life because it is the law of attraction and what you put out will come back to you. And so you need to put out the positive. So if you want to talk more woo woo things with me, I would love for you to join me on Instagram where I hang out and I always need a little pick me up. So I would love to have you join me on there. We'll chat it up tell me all the things that you do that are positive and that are helping you improve. I also want to hear from you so that you can tell me what else you want to hear on this podcast. Because again, this is for you and I don't want to just ramble on about the things that make me happy, but also will help you. Next week, I talk about toxic positivity because that has become a thing in my life. Alrighty, I will talk with you next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you're interested in more stuff from me, go ahead and join me on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Teacher. You can also join my mailing list to be notified when new podcasts are released. Just head on over to my website at amindfulteacher.com.